Welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. Thank you yet again for joining me here on the podcast. I know you probably have a million things to do. I do, right? Just kind of like that swimming in the never-ending to-do list. I also have like a million things that I want to share with you guys because I feel like I've got these tools that have changed my life so much that I want to get them all out to you to to have an impact on your life as well. And so, yeah, sometimes I get ahead of myself and and, and need to slow down. And if you've if you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, you know that slowing down is a bit of a challenge for me. So, um, yeah, that's one of my challenges. And you know, I've I've also begun to realize that one of the challenges that maybe a lot of you have, because I'm seeing a lot of it in my clients as well, is overthinking. Overthinking. And this is where like you start in in one place with with one thought and and you analyze the hell out of it and and you start spinning in all these different directions and you're like you start in one place and then you end up somewhere else and you're like how the heck did I get here and while you're getting pulled in all these different directions you're actually like going nowhere like you haven't moved forward an inch so to speak and you know what like it, it's perfectly normal to to ponder life, if you will, or to, you know, daydream with your dreams. But I'm talking about like when you get stuck in your head, overthinking. And the problem with this is a lot of times when you're overthinking, it's not about anything good, right? Those thoughts that you're having in your head, well, frankly, they're not solid. They're not good thoughts. And, and it can turn into this like negative cycle where the more that we overplay it, we create these stories, these scenarios, these scenes, if you will, that play out in our head. And then the more we get upset about the scenes and the scenarios, which means the more we obsess, the more we spin. It's kind of like rinse, repeat. Like the more you obsess, the more you obsess. So in this podcast today, we are going to take a look at a few things. We're going to take a look at why we overthink, how to know if you are an overthinker, (laughs) the trouble with overthinking. And then I got some tips to help you at least reduce the amount of time you're spending doing that or or how often overthinking happens for you. All right. So diving in today, let's get started with why we overthink. I mean, let's be honest. We we live in this like fast-paced, go, 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 go kind of world where stuff, frankly, is coming at us from every which direction, and it comes at us in every which direction all hours of the day. And when that happens, it can be really hard to maintain like a healthy mindset, right? It, it can get like you're a dog with a bone when you have this thought, and, and you get stuck on that thought. And you just chew on it. Arr, you just kind of grind on that thought. And, you know, just like you have to clean up your house or, you know, your your desk, your car. You feel so much better when you got like a clean house, a clean desk at the office, a clean car to, to drive in. You know, you got to do the same with your brain. You got to clean up the thoughts of like what's going on up there. It's really just like any other area of our life where we we need to keep our minds tidy, picked up, 
as well. And you may have grown up learning that, you know, you can really think and plan your way out of pretty much any problem. And you know what? Yeah, you you can. It's not a bad thing to think or plan. It has worked for you a ton in your life. I know it has for me, but the problem becomes when that pattern of thinking and planning gets you stuck in your head. Because sometimes there's a problem that you just can't think and plan your your way out of because it's out of your hands. So it becomes a problem when you can't stop thinking and just be. I can totally identify with this. This is something that I've struggled with. And it's one reason why I wanted to do this podcast, because before I started doing this work, this thought work, I really couldn't relax. Um, Like even when I was, you know, supposedly chilling out, I really, there was no chilling. You know, I was just not doing anything. Physically not doing anything, but mentally, man, my mind was on the proverbial hamster wheel. Just like, go, 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 go. Thinking about all the things I needed to do that I wasn't doing that I should be doing instead. You may know exactly what I'm talking about because you may have experienced that as well. And there were all of these thoughts and these problems that were in my head that were, again, out of my control. So they should have been out of my head, but they weren't. You guys been there? You know what I'm talking about? You know, being stuck in your head can also feel like isolation. Um, It is that never-ending to-do list. It's the the to-do list and the planning of the birthday party and worrying about the bills and wondering why your partner was such a jerk yesterday or, or why your coworker at the office took credit for your project. It's just like that spin cycle, spending so much time in your head by yourself is exhausting. And it's not just exhausting. I mean, like it takes so much from you. And frankly, like, let's be honest, you don't really get anything from it. You don't. You got all these thoughts that are like swimming around in your head and you you tend to drown out the rest of the world when you get lost in your head. And it's not that you don't understand that time flies by. It's just Time passes before you realize how much is gone when you're just stuck in your head spinning. So if we don't slow down our thinking and start cleaning up those thoughts that are like bubbling below that surface, not only will hours go by without realizing it, but so will your sense of calm and peace. So, you know, when you get stuck in your head, a lot of times overthinking is really a sign that you're trying to regain control of a situation that feels so overwhelming. Everyone experiences this now and again. It's normal. It really is. But what's not normal is it's becoming a bigger and bigger issue. It's not like you're just kind of stuck in your head for a short period of time and you're able to pop yourself out of it. No, like people will lose days in their head spinning on an issue of what someone said or an interpretation of a situation. And we get all this new technology around us. We have this drive to get it done, you know, like this hustle culture. And we want to cross that item off our to-do list, achieve that next goal. And we spend so much time thinking about what to do next very little time focused on like the here and the now. 
And when you're focusing on what to do next and just spinning in that that kind of achieve, 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 go, 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 hustle type of culture, all of that can lead to overthinking. So how do you know if you're an overthinker? Well, probably a lot of you are nodding your heads along, identifying a lot with what I have already talked about. And and I know what overthinkers look like because, hi, my name is Pamela and I'm a recovering overthinker. I'm not going to tell you that my brain doesn't go there, but now I know how to bring it back and not get stuck in that cycle. And so we're going to give you some tips on how to do that here today. But while many of you probably know that you're an overthinker and you want some help, again, I got that for you. Stay tuned. Others, um, maybe you're still wondering if this is you. Like, hmm, I, I get some of this, some of it I don't. Well, then answer these questions. Do you have trouble sleeping? Do you have trouble relaxing or having fun? Is there a huge fear of failure or... Do you find yourself like second guessing everything? If you do, chances are you're an overthinker. Overthinkers get stuck with a thought. And sometimes that thought could be of something in our past. Like, I can't believe he treated me that way. And we just spin on it and ruminate on it. Overthinkers can also project into the future thinking about something like, uh, like I'm going to fail miserably at that presentation that I got going on. Or what is my boss going to say in that meeting I've got scheduled for two o'clock today? And, and you can get sweeped up in, like I said, this analysis paralysis also of questioning, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? What about this? What about that? And, and indulge in this confusion and overwhelm, which frankly leads to inaction. Have you ever noticed that? That like overwhelm of too many things to do leads to you not doing anything? Yeah, totally happens. But like, I just want to tell you and offer you that the past is the past. It's over. All right. The only place it exists is in your head and what you're making it mean right now. Now, as for your future, well, that is frankly being created right now by what you're thinking today. You see, the problem with overthinking is you spend so much time spinning in the past or worrying about the future that you miss out on today. And today is all you got. In fact, now is all you're ever going to have. When we overthink any problem, it, it really robs you of your time and your energy that you could be using to actually find a solution. And, and frankly, like that kind of worrying produces no value whatsoever, but it does waste and cost you so much of that precious time. I mean, like, let's be honest, life's going to throw you a curveball or two or a dozen. And when that happens, we tend to get upset. We tend to get emotional and that is okay. But if you tend to get trapped in your head, this is where you can get into trouble because when you allow those negative emotions to get the better of you, man, it can lead down a dark path. The brain becomes quite noisy, quite chatty. And to escape the noise, overthinkers tend to overeat or overdrink or overwork. And we overdrink, overthink, overwork, overeat to get relief, to get out of our own 
heads. And the problem is that the noise in our heads is going to come back. It's going to come back. But not only is it going to come back, but now you're also going to have all the problems associated with the overeating, the overdrinking, or the isolation that comes with it all. So what do you do? What can you do to quiet the mind and cut back on the overthinking? Uh, Well, first, I want you to begin to see that you are not your thoughts or your feelings. Let me repeat that. You are not your thoughts or your feelings. They're just a part of what's happening in your life right now. Just because you think about punching someone in the nose doesn't make you a violent person. We have all of these thoughts. We are not our thoughts, so stop judging them. Instead of judging the thoughts that you have, get curious about them. Yeah. Stop judging and get curious. Instead of pushing away the uncomfortable thoughts that we get overwhelmed by, thinking it's bad, no, 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 don't judge it. Get curious. Start asking yourself, why is it there? Why am I thinking that? You see, that kind of curiosity about your thoughts is going to lead to learning. Meanwhile, if you're sitting there judging your thoughts, making yourself out to be a bad person, that kind of judgment, well, it's just going to keep you stuck right where you're at. I mean, something someone says to you, you can keep in your head and spin and second guess it for days. I mean, like we've all done that. Why did they say this? What does that mean about me? And and you just get lost in that negative headspace when in reality, if you were just curious in that moment, your perspective may shift. You know, your boss says something to you in a certain tone, hi. Like, why did he say hi to me that way? Did I do something wrong? Was that project that I turned in not to his standard? Oh no, am I going to get fired? And you just start like spinning on it when your boss just frankly said hi to you in a tone that maybe he doesn't normally take. Instead of judging it in that moment, if you were to get curious, you can shift to possibly see that that person was having a bad day. And the comment and the tone they used was all about them and not about you. And when you get curious, it can provide that relief Whereas judgment, again, keeps you stuck and wastes so much time. Okay, so now you know why we overthink, and you've been able to identify if you are an overthinker. Now let's talk about some strategies. Strategies to get you out of your head and stop overthinking. Okay, strategy number one, I want you to assess value. All right, what the heck does that mean, Pamela? Assess value. I want you to take a look at what that thinking is creating for you. If taking the time to think through a problem is leading to a solution or an idea in a timely fashion, then do it. Every time, then do it. That's great. Yes, so much value in that kind of thinking and that kind of planning and that kind of solution-based ideas. But If you're spinning or ruminating on the idea, the same issue over and over and over again, thinking that you're going to find some sort of magical clarity on the situation, well, frankly, again, that's how you get stuck. Life sucks sometimes. I mean, it just does. It's part of life. Life is 50-50. It's 50% positive. It's 50% negative. When the 50% negative smacks you upside the head, it's just what happens. No amount of reliving that scenario over and over is going to change it. So instead of spinning 
and wasting time, take action. And if it's not in your power to do anything about it, then let it go. Why are you holding on to it? If it's out of your hands, it should be also out of your head. All right, strategy number two for stop overthinking. I want you to go there. Go there. Instead of running from the stuff that's going on in your head, I want you to move towards it. By getting in touch with what you're feeling, you can actually begin to process it. Now, depending on which generation you're a part of, I mean, or really what kind of household you grew up in, you probably had some sort of reaction when I said, get in touch with your feelings, right? I mean, the generation that I grew up in, we didn't really talk about our feelings. You know, we were taught to rub some dirt on it, suck it up, buttercup. It was it was better to kind of like not acknowledge it, hide it, just put the smile on your face, pretend like everything's okay because you don't want to make anybody else feel uncomfortable just because you're uncomfortable. You know what I'm talking about? <gasps> yeah, you know what? Uh, that is one of the most destructive ideas that you can carry with you. Yeah. It is so unhealthy. Why? Because it means your thoughts never get processed. And if your thoughts never get processed, then your feelings never get processed. They just stay in you and you wonder why that you keep feeling the same things over and over and over again because you've never worked through them. You're not talking about it. But talking about your thoughts and your feelings with friends, family, a coach like me or a therapist, well, what it actually does is it creates some space. It creates some space from your thought and your feeling. And so you can take a look at it and decide what you want to do with it step outside of it and process it. And when you process it, you can move on instead of having it keep coming up and biting you in the butt when you least expect it. Move towards it. Strategy number three to stop overthinking, mindfulness. (laughs) Mindfulness, yeah. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard this term, mindfulness. Um, Mindfulness is kind of like a, a type of meditation, where you, you focus on what you're feeling or you're sensing in the moment. You're mindful of that moment. And there really is no mental practice that has been researched more and has more research behind it than meditation. Uh, you can do like a guided meditation through you know some of the popular apps like Calm, Headspace, or Brain Tapping. Um, you can also focus on your breath. I mean, that's a really simple way to kind of create some space between your thoughts is to focus on your breath. So while I carve out about 10 to 20 minutes to to go through like a guided meditation every morning, I also like having the tool of breath in my back pocket because it, it doesn't matter if I'm at home or if I'm driving in my car, stuck in a busy restaurant, wherever the situation is, even if it's, there's a bunch of people around me, I can always focus on my breath. And when you focus on your breath, what it does is it actually has like a biological reaction in your body. When you focus on your breath and you do some deep breathing exercises, you can lower your heart rate, lower your blood pressure, um, and and it, it actually helps you relax. So for me, just a really simple, easy breathing kind of technique is breathing in through my nose for four counts, holding it for three and exhaling for four. In for four. 
Holding for three. Out for four. Now, I mean, like, if you don't want to count your breath or, you know, do that in a, in a busy space, that's fine, too. You could just simply observe your breath. Just pay attention to, like, the rise and the fall of your breath without adjusting it, like the rise and fall of your chest or the sensation to air coming in or out of your nose. And, and you're going to find that your your mind might wander. It, it, it may kind of go off and you have these thoughts pop into your head. Super cool. Totally normal. Notice the thought. Again, with that sense of curiosity, and then refocus back on the breath. Just having that tool in your back pocket can really start to reduce the amount that you're overthinking. Because when we're aware of what's like actually happening, it's harder for our thoughts to confuse reality. When, when you're focusing on one thing at a time, you physically and mentally can't be overthinking or worrying about a dozen other things at the same time. It's just not possible. And that's why just simply breathing and focusing on your breath can be a very powerful tool in any situation. Okay, so the fourth and final strategy that I recommend to reduce the amount of time that you're overthinking or to stop is to journal. Uh, journal, yeah, getting everything out of your head and on to paper and a, on a regular basis helps you clean up what's going on in your brain. Like we talked about, like tidying up our minds. Journaling is a great tool to do that because when it's down on paper, all the thoughts in your brain are now down physically on paper. It frees up space in your mind to stop spinning. And, and then you, you look at it on the paper and you begin to realize like how much things make sense or how little sense that they actually make. And it's a great way to release the thoughts that are just trapped up in your head. All right, so we covered a lot of ground here today because I think there are a lot of people that struggle with overthinking, spinning, ruminating, whatever it is that, that you want to call it. And so we talked about like why we overthink, the trouble of overthinking, and I gave you some tools and some strategies to help you navigate it if that is you. These are the things that have helped me and I really hope that they help you as well. Till next time. Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're feeling stuck and you wanna start wiggling loose, head on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and sign up for a free session to see if life coaching is for you. Again, that's PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Hope to chat with you soon.